Hello and welcome back to Podcasting Half Shell. Woo. We've uh, been on a little bit of a sabbatical. We haven't, we? <laughs> uh, you know, just just a smidge of one. Um, mm. I hope you've hope you've all missed us. Not really sure what episode this is. Any at this 21? point? Twenty-one. We'll go with that. I think that'll we finished do. on twenty. Yeah, that'll do. Why not? Eh? Uh, so I'm your co-host with the co-host, Duncan, and to the left of me, as always, is Stace. Me. Hello, Stace. Say hello. hello. I did, Do a uh, hello. Hi. There we hi, go. He- hello, everybody. I was a bit ill earlier. <laughs> you you were uh, you were a bit ill earlier, weren't you? Mm, I was. I ate some potentially not fully cooked eggs, <laughs> and it had an adverse effect on my bottom. <laughs> you tell the loveliest of stories. I know. When I text you to say, hey, you might not want to come over, I've got the squids. <laughs> I wasn't sure how well that would go down. But, um, I mean, you're still here, so... Despite the Birmingham Road System's best efforts at oh, keeping me away, um, yes, I, I did indeed get here eventually after what should have been an hour and 20 minute drive that wound up being about an hour and 40 minutes. Woohoo! <sighs> Gotta love driving. Fucking motorways. <laughs> Honestly. So, yes, I am indeed here and have been for quite some time actually now, to be yeah. fair, haven't we? Because we, we watched it. a fucking feature length movie. Yes, we did. We did. Quite reasonably professionally made one that was uh, yeah. enjoyable. What was it, Stace? It was Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Cowabunga. Cowabunga. That was good. I enjoyed it. I Me liked too. this. So uh, thanks for that, everyone, for listening. Um, <laughs> this has been Podcast in a Half Show. Hold on, and, how many uh, canisters we'll, of ooze? Come we'll, on now. We'll see you again in another, what, eight months? <laughs> no, shit, it's been more than a year, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, oh, it God. It's been oh, however long Stace Bob and the Dweebs has been happening. It's a very good it's point. It's been longer than that. That's it. This is the only break we've had for that. Yeah, we're having a break from Stace Bob and the Dweebs this month because um, Rich's work is a penis. That's what I heard. Yeah. No, he's just having a... He's working a lot from home and at work and all the time, <laughs> basically. So he's not available currently to do a Stace Bob and the Dweebs and we felt like it wouldn't be a good... Well, not that it wouldn't be good, because we are both fucking great. So we thought we'd come on and record you with a dicky tummy and me on about yeah. five hours sleep and, uh, and chock full of, uh, you know, coffee, <laughs> coffee in a can. I was going to say. From Costa, smooth sidekick, double espresso shot. Other coffees are available, but Costa is the best. <laughs> they won't be going I, in my mouth. I will say this, right? Costa is the only coffee shop where I can drink everything off the menu without it giving me the shits. You're not making any noise. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I went up my nose. <laughs> I didn't like that. I'm going to have a Vimto because it's standard, oh. you know. Ow. Because of the weird angle that I had to jut down at to try and get near the microphone, <laughs> that went right up my back of my nose. Oh, oh great. That's my favourite mm. when I'm drinking. So, ah. I'm awake now. <laughs> After you've snorted some coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's a wonder it didn't come back straight out back again, down. straight out of my nose. But I uh, hate when that happens, especially if the drink you've got is fizzy. Mercifully, this is literally just flat coffee, just cold coffee in a can. Cold coffee in a can. I don't, I don't know how I feel about cold coffee in a can. It's but... quite delicious, but I don't want you to feel worse. Oh, I'm not going to put my mouth on anything that anybody else is going to eat or drink. Because it may not have been the eggs and I just want to make... Mm. Although I have eaten a pizza since. Well, so. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming I'm okay. Bunged yourself up with cheese. I have a real cheese pizza, just Good. for me. That's just a for me. cheese feast. Anyway. I feel like that was a reference to something that I'm not getting. Uh, it's Home Alone. You know how he gets oh, all... That's yeah. why they all get cross at him and he has to sleep in the attic at the start, isn't it? Because he has to have a cheese pizza just for him and then somebody, I don't know, spills Buzz. a Coke on it or something. No, Buzz eats it all. Oh, yeah, Buzz is a prick. Buzz is a prick. You are correct. Anyway, this isn't Buzz's Home girlfriend, Alone, Wolf. The podcast. <laughs> Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> I love that film. Rich hates it. Why? Because he's a bellend. The first two are great. I don't understand Christmas. if it was all the other ones. The first two are great, but do I do hate seeing Donald Trump in it now. I'm like, ah, oh, that prick. That was in the past, when he was just a <laughs> When he was just a, a businessman dickhead. Just a slumlord. <laughs> Anyway, oh, do you guys remember how we used to always do tangents? <laughs> Hang on, what do you mean used to? We still oh, do, but now we have like a third third tangent maker. Yeah. Who is uh, just He keeps upstairs. trying to do bits <laughs> that I don't get. I regularly don't get Rich's bits. That's not how I meant that to come out. <laughs> but is that um, not factually accurate? It is factually accurate, technically. <laughs> Although, is it that he doesn't get my bits? Anyway, let's not talk about anybody's bits. Let's talk about 
Batman. Willies and flaps. Versus. The podcast. Yeah, what? <laughs> oh, God. So we watched a film today. Stop being crude and derailing things. I'd never do we that. Did. Yeah, no, of course not. So we watched a good film and it was Pardon 81 me. minutes long. It was. But it felt longer, yet in a good way. Yeah. I did I... not actually, dis- I did not dislike this. No, I, I liked it quite mm. a lot. The visual style, I'm still not 100% sure of. Tonally, it's a fucking mess. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to straight up say that. It looks very much like those Batman Unlimited straight-to-video mm. things that are, made to dis- that are made to sell toys to kids. I think they're all over Netflix, um, where Batman and certain elements of the Justice League are in really sort of toyetic costumes that are clearly mm. designed to look good as a toy, where, like, the Flash and Green Arrow sort of have kind of armoured costumes. but And it's also quite bright and colourful um, and very cartoony, but then sometimes a bloke's face will get smashed in and his teeth oh. will go everywhere with blood. Yeah, like, one of the one of the things that really got me was the the very sort of uh, lingered-on shot of Ra's al Ghul just, just absolutely smashing Donatello's arm to pieces. Yeah, just smashing good. it. That was pretty grim. Good lord! It's very again. It's very light-hearted, and yet sometimes <laughs> until it's not <laughs> surprisingly graphically violent. Um, it is, yeah. It's it but, is weird. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but it is enjoyable. But it's it is really yeah. weird mishmash. I'm, it, <laughs> I honestly thought I wasn't going to enjoy this because mm. the opening credits are quite grown up and fairly mature. They were a little bit like, do you know what they put me in the mind of? Like a slightly cartoony version of Sin City. You know yes. how it's all in black and white and then mm. occasionally there's a coloured thing, well, it was like making, the bandanas and You such. remember that Turtles Forever film that we watched ages ago? Ooh, with the different turtles from different Yeah, the universes. 2003 turtles and the, mm. well, fake 87 turtles that looked like them but weren't voiced by them. You know how at the end of that they actually go to the world Turtles Prime? Yeah. It, well, it was clearly supposed to be like that. It was supposed to be like the original Image Turtles sort of comics, black and white, stylized kind of thing. But again, it kind of, it's a weird... The beginning doesn't... The title sequence doesn't really make any sense in the context of how <laughs> daft and colourful the actual film is. Yeah. Because the turtles themselves are kind of a mishmash of the IDW turtles, the CGI turtles from the 2012 series... And the 87 Turtles? Yeah, I, d- I, d- I didn't understand the designs on the Turtles mm. very much. Because then Batman is very much like New 52 Batman, mm. new, uh, animated series Batman, and he's voiced by Lego Batman, which is weird. And then, like I say, the animation style looks like those Batman Unlimited kids TV movies. When you say Lego Batman, you don't mean Will Arnett, do you? No, 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 from the games. Ah, okay. From the games. Um, so not Lego Batman 1 because he was quiet in that, but Lego Batman 2 and 3. He's voiced by Troy Baker, mm. who's also the guy, I think he's the main guy in The Last of Us. Oh, okay. I'm sure he's been in. I'm sure he's been in other stuff that you'd know. I just can't think off the top of my head. He tends to do a lot of video game voices. Yeah, he's quite a um, prolific voice actor mm. in the world of video games. He, he's like uh, a Nolan North type, but not oh, as okay. well known as Nolan North. I like Nolan North. Nolan North, Didn't all right. he do a turtle once? He did Raphael in Raph. the 2007 yeah. CGI movie. That was good, that. He was a good Raphael, he was. Everyone was good in that film, except the film itself was a little bit... Shut up. The story, no, the storyline. The storyline was up. a bit... Eh. <laughs> the whole stone statue sh- statues shite. I don't care. I know, rad. it looked lovely and all the fights were really cool. I don't hate it. I love that. Look, you know I like that film. Anyway, shut up. That's not all we're (laughs) talking about. It's a completely different (laughs) film. Because I'll be honest, there was only one voice of the turtles that I recognised in this. Mm. Whereas you knew three of them, which is more than me. Yeah, but to be fair, two of them. One of them, I know his name, but I'm not 100% sure on I could place him. Like, I couldn't tell you what he was in. Mm. So that was Baron Vaughan, who was doing. I want to say Donnie. I think you said it was, yeah. Yeah, and then Eric Bowser was um, mm. Leo, which is like he's that's done a lot of turtly stuff. I was wasn't say he, that's the one I recognised. Wasn't he the tiger guy from the 2012 Turtles series? 
I don't am know. I, am I just talking bollocks? Could be talking bollocks. Tiger Claw? Yeah. Is that his name? I know which one you're on about. He had a jetpack, yeah. didn't he, or something. And I think then Kyle Mooney, I think he's a, he's a comedian. I feel I feel like mm. I know him from a comedic role, but I can't place what it is. But he's a very good Mikey. I like him a, good a lot. Mikey. He got He got a good script, though, I think, because mm. Mikey's just ridiculous in this. Yeah, Like, Mikey adorably ridiculous. This. I love how excited he gets well, over all of Batman's gadgets and Again, shit. he reminded me a lot of Michelangelo from... Um, from the 2012 series, mm. very sort of daft and madcap and silly, and yeah. you know, I mean, but that, still competent. Well, for the most part, I mean, yeah. there was that one bit where he jumps up the stairs after everybody else and then kind of falls over. <laughs> Just falls flat on his face. I actually loved that. <laughs> I know. I enjoyed oh. it too. It made me chuckle. <laughs> Even though I don't or, like the implication that Mikey's a bit shit. Or how but, when he was uh, when everyone else is gearing up, he puts one nunchuck in a holster and then a slice of pizza in the other. Because <laughs> he needs that to fight no. crime. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I love him. So, the plot is... Oh, God. Unlike... So, well, oh, well, it should be duly noted that the plot is fairly similar to mm. the miniseries that we reviewed way, way, way back when. Yeah. Except... Better, actually. Is, I, I enjoyed better. this much more. I think I think it might be better because there's a lot less of a focus on all the different villains. Yeah, so the, the essence of it is that I don't think there's been any sort of um, dimension hopping. We think this is just one dimension where the turtles live in New York. It's got to be, surely. And Batman lives in Gotham. Because there's no mention of it whatsoever. It no. just says Do you're going back home. Do we know why the turtles were in... Gotham, though, anyway. anyway. I think that I think it's got to have been a case of the Shredder teamed up with Ra's al Ghul. Mm. And, then and they've just followed him there. Yeah, because that's where the technology was at these different companies. It's got yeah. to be. Hello. A wild Richard has appeared. I'm not getting involved. <laughs> yeah, so the plot is that Shredder and Ra's al Ghul are going to set off a machine that's going to mix mutagen with Joker-ness. And then they're going to shoot it into the clouds with the cloud cedar machine. And then it, they're going to wait for it to rain. And then it'll rain on yep. everybody. And they'll all go crackers like the Joker and also mutate into... Now, I'm assuming it's any old animal because it doesn't. Yep. The, the mutagen doesn't seem to have rules in this like it does in the comics and it, stuff. It really doesn't. Because it's, Mr. It's Freeze turns into a polar bear. And there's no be, explanation for why he would have ever been near a polar bear. It seems to be whatever sort of loosely fits your gimmick as but a supervillain but you say that I did not understand why Bane was a cheater because he's not known for being fast he's unless, known for being hard as fuck unless he's supposed to be a Jaguar yeah no Jaguar's the black aren't they I swear you, I swear I thought okay. he was supposed to be a cheater because he seemed to be sort of orangey brown with spots but that did, but cheaters are known for being fast and Bane mm. is known for knocking your fucking block off Lumbering and doing you a jackass. murder with the power of his mighty fists so I would have thought he would have been like a rhino or no, something well Jaguar. there you go they're, they're spotty oh I mean that still doesn't make sense to me though well, I think I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, prefer to Bane as being cat-like. Would so, you? Well, no, but he's he is um, he's from a vaguely South American country, <laughs> which I think is Santa Prisco, if I remember rightly. And jaguars are uh, generally in the southwestern United States and Mexico, Paraguay, and then Argentina in the South America. So, according to Wikipedia, oh, well, I don't like that as a reasoning. So I'm guessing that but, he's got to be. And a jaguar. why was the Joker? A- I don't know. Joker being a snake makes no sense. Well, again, he should have been the hyena and Harley Quinn should have been something different, but I don't know what. Mm, see, I kind of get Harley Quinn being a hyena. Although, yeah, no, he does all the laughing, really, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, I feel like she should have been something more flippy-floppy and flexible, like a frog. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone with a frog. I'd have gone with, like, a, something... a, a monkey or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, like something Like a larger and... spider monkey. yeah. Because she could still swing the hammer around. Yeah, I just did not understand the Joker being a snake. Mm. And I've got to say, I hate everything about the design of the Joker and the Joker snake. Yeah. Um, the Joker looks like a ventriloquist dummy with face paint. Hate it. And Joker snake. And this is going to sound really stupid, and I did explain this to Duncan when we were watching <laughs> it, and he gave me a look that was just straight up baffled. Uh, but I didn't like the Joker snake, partly because... <laughs> he was very slithery and I didn't like that. That makes sense. But also because he was wearing a jacket with tails and a shirt and a bow tie 
but he had no trousers on. And I, <laughs> I didn't like. How would a snake wear trousers? I know a snake couldn't wear trousers, but he could. He could put. I don't know. Put his snake bit in one leg of a trouser. He's shirt. Co- <laughs> he's shirt cocking. He's shirt cocking in. I didn't like. He's it. full on shirt cocking it. I think it was because no, you know what. Have all you ever the clothes win- on the top were drawing the eye to the fact that there was nothing on the bottom. I think that was the especially you know the tails. What's weirder is how Donald Duck wears a shirt and tie and no trousers, but when he gets out of the bath, he wears a towel. Hello. I was going to say hello. Thank you. Hello, Chunky <laughs> Bing from many years ago. <laughs> but it's true. It is true. That's weirder. It is weird. Yeah, so that was their plan. Rain, rain, rain. Mutated Gotham. I don't know what they were planning to do with Mutated Gotham afterwards because Ra's al Ghul seemed to want to own the city. Well, but why Ra's would you al- want to own a city of like ravenous Ra's al Ghul's whole deal is trying to kill off a decent... Because he's an eco-terrorist. He wants to kill off, or at least in the comics kill off a large portion of people so that the rest can survive because his belief is that there's too many people on the planet like and they're Thanos. using too many yeah sort of yeah but on a smaller scale because only planet wide not <laughs> universe wide <laughs> yeah and he doesn't really care about anywhere other than Gotham in this in this yeah film. yeah but to um, be fair he's had that many runnings with Batman it might well be personal as well I don't know I've got to say Ra's al Ghul in this is a double hard badass yes like until he gets kicked in the ghoulies Kicked in the nads, which uh, right in the ball sack. was great actually. A lot of, lot of ball, uh, lot of ball, dick punches, you know. I thought what I thought was interesting about that fight, and we have skipped right to the end. I don't. We care. have skipped right um, to the end. Is that when Leo's having a fight on Ra's al Ghul? Well, like he's fighting with Donny at first until Ra's al Ghul like really smashes Donny's army. Mm. It just becomes like a, limp, for a change. limp leaf of lettuce, uh, just dangling at his side, and then kicks him off a. Whatever you call those, like gangways in factories and warehouses. Gangway. Is that what I, I feel like they've got a proper name? But anyway, um, I think I don't know. And Leo goes all like, Bruh! and I thought that would be the bit where he would kick his ass. But Rosal yeah. still owns him, and it's only because he decides to do that dickhead thing that villains do of like standing above Leo doing a big speech about him. I don't him know. Leo's a shitter and he's great. Well, he was saying like, I'm a hundred years old and then he kicks him in the balls and yeah. goes, well, I'm 16. And then like, <laughs> and then he does like a nerve touch thing, doesn't he? Yeah. And <laughs> just knocked him on his ass. That nerve touch was weird. How you got to do, it did like a little x-ray type things. Bizarre. But anyhow. Yeah. But I suppose that was to sort of give you a better visual representation than it just being two 2D characters jabbing him. You know, <laughs> he's jab- prodding him gently. Yeah. <laughs> poke, poke, poke. This film started off with Barbara Gordon in a lab for some reason. Who we both looking almost thought, to me like so much like April yeah. O'Neill from the two thousand and three. Yeah, I was looking show. at her thinking she's like one crop top away from being yeah. the original April. We just I, shortened that top a little bit, and she mm, was totes April. Well, I didn't recognise the name Powers. That was it, Powers International. Something like that. Yeah, and I couldn't think. I was thinking, so is this Gotham or is this the Turtles world? Mm. Mm. Because I don't recognise the company name, that's why I thought that's April O'Neil. Because yeah. I didn't hear her say Bob. They didn't. I didn't hear him say Miss Gordon. So again, long red hair. You know, dressed in dressing like the two thousand and three one. Yep. And then she does like you know she catches them shuriken in the board. And I think well, April O'Neil in the comics was being trained up to be a ninja as well, or at least to be a martial artist. Mm. But no, then it's Batgirl. I was yeah. completely wrong. Yeah, like it was an weird. Idiot. I know. I thought it was a really bizarre choice because one of the things I will say that was a bit odd about this is that they don't do a lot of like Easter eggy references. There's no. no like. I mean, there was a calendar in it that was set to April, and there was that one guy who looked like the original um, Krang robot. Krang body. With him yeah. Full on had the glasses. My body. <laughs> <laughs> I love Krang. I cannot do it. <laughs> <laughs> It's so disgusting. Mine's not a good impression, to be fair. Uh, it's not as good as my um, Skeletor. Oh, go on. <laughs> that is pretty good, to be fair. <laughs> oh, dear. Anywho. Man of a thousand voices that all sound suspiciously similar to me. <laughs> Interestingly, the Turtles were ahead of Batman in their assessment of where the ninjas were going to hit next lab-wise, and that's how they end up Meeting the Batman because they're clever sods. They've got Donny, and he he fucks machines, and he he has a sex on machines and learns all their That's it. tricks. That's it. <laughs> I really wish that theme song had never said Donatello does machines. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it says Donatello fucks machines. Hey, get a grip. That's, I'm sure that's what he says. Uh, I mean, so you get a grip of a joystick because it's like a dick. And he puts it in his bum. 
He's turtle bum. <laughs> How to be a bum dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in dear. jokes. In jokes. I bet you've all missed this uh, non-turtle related content. Um, but the ninjas attack. Uh, Batgirl stops some of it and the turtles save the day. But the machinery still gets stolen even though the turtles intervene because the ninjas yeah. are so ninjury. Like a bunch of them clearly just went, I'll oh, just mm-hmm. take this and go. <laughs> Yes, they do, because I thought it was the turtles that had nicked it, to be honest with you. That was a bit confusing. Bruce Wayne figures out that... Well, I'm sorry, Batman, because he had his cowl on. So (laughs) Batman figures out that... Batchin. Batchin, yeah. Um, Such a strong chin. When he was sat down, didn't he look really long? Like, very stretched out? Is that just me that was thinking that? No, it was was weird. That's all right, then. (laughs) Not as weird as Donatello's bean head, but anyway. Oh, God. Donatello's very, very bizarrely designed. At that point, I mean, he's not... I don't dislike Donnie. He's not my favourite, but he can't catch a break. No, I feel like if there are any Turtles writers listening to this, (laughs) which, I mean, there isn't, but but if there were, just leave Donnie the fuck alone for a little (laughs) bit. Can we please... Jeez Louise. It is always him, isn't it? It is always him. He dies like seven times in the image fucking run. Yeah, I mean, I know Raph got his face blown off, but at least he was still alive. He was still alive. And then he got this, like, rad mask thing and was like, I'm going to do all the stuff. Didn't he become the Shredder in that? Yeah. I never only read so far. It was so difficult to read in black and white. Yeah. Are you going to read the colour ones? Maybe. (laughs) It's not a rosy endorsement. It has uh, got our favourite Savage Cabbage in it, though. I do like Savage Cabbage. (laughs) Um, but I, I couldn't get on with them books. They're just they're not very well written, and it doesn't mm-hmm. make a lot of sense. It just sort of goes, ah, here you are. Here's some this action. is what's happening. You know, some action happened. He's had his face blown off. Um, this is the opening of the book. Hey, that's Le- Leo does a quip about how he's not going to win any beauty contest. You know, like mm, brothers do. That's that's um, it's a little <laughs> out a of left field, wasn't it all? Yeah. But anyway, wasn't Mikey a romance writer in it as well? I believe so. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, we were talking about how Donatello can't catch a break. He um, he gets hit repeatedly during this fight. That they see they meet Batman outside after Batman's had his ass handed to him by the Shredder. Yes. Shredder did the ultimate punch on him and almost killed him. <laughs> like, by all rights, he should be dead. And then Batman meets the turtles outside and they have a little scrap. And Donatello gets hit with a different turtle. I think three times. Yeah, and <laughs> like smacked he's like, over his head with the with his own bow staff throughout the film about five. Yeah. Some, the most embarrassing more. is when Damien Damien Wayne does it. He, he, he like oh, he flips over him and twats him in the back of the head. It's not just him either, is it? Because it's he's got it. Raphael on one end with the bow staff, and then Donnie on the other, I think, and he's yeah. just bopping them both with it. I'll be honest he's, with you, I was a bit annoyed with that. But uh, so we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll get to that in a moment. So yeah, Batman beats the crap out of all four turtles, and they manage to disappear. How did they do that? I wasn't paying attention. Smoke bombs, ninja, Smoke bombs. ninja. Stealth. <laughs> so they disappear. Um, Batman steals Raphael's side and they figure out where the Batcave is somehow. By swimming into it through the sewers. Yes, that's it. Um, because and of then course. They, they decide to team up after a fight with Robin, yeah. who, oh, who also I've missed a little bit, where Robin has seen Ra's al Ghul and the Shredder meeting to discuss plans that they're going to, you know, Sky do plans. stuff. Sky plans. Sky plans. Sky plans. <laughs> so, yeah, then they have a fight with Robin, who manages to kind of get the upper hand. Mm. Now, I'm inclined to agree with you, which it, what you said, which was that they're trying to, you know, just sort of... I think they don't him. want to fight a kid. I think they're yeah. like, look, come on now. This isn't... No, come on. Because, again, I'm happy to... I'm, I don't like it, but I'm happy to believe, you know, I understand Batman could beat up all four turtles. Batman could beat up anybody. Do you think so? Well, all four know, of I mean, them? Mm, I think the other three, but Leo, because he's the more sort of disciplined fighter of the Thor... As, as much as I love Maul, and I know you always you don't you're not a big fan of Leo. <laughs> no, he's he's the best fighter though. Yeah, I'll that, give him that. that. He's boring AF, but I'll yes. give him that. All right, he's a bit of a personality <laughs> vacuum because he's the leader, god damn it. But he's the best fighter. All right, he's the one who's like big into Bushido oh and so god. on and so forth. In the new uh, IDW comics, I read an issue the other day where he just spends most of his time in the astral plane, and I was like, "Fuck off, Leo! <laughs> <laughs> Do something! Shit in hell!" <laughs> I was getting so mad. Even though those books are really good, I was just like, can we just, can we 
just leave Leo there and see what everyone else is doing. We've just turned a woman into a turtle. Come on, can't we look at that? Like, oh, yeah, I'd heard about this. I'm not up to date on the IDW Ooh. run at all. No, that's good. You I hope she's better it. than Venus de Milo, at least. I mean, she's already... She was like... Um, I've forgotten the Japanese word for it, but she was like... You know Splinter's now the leader of the Foot Clan? Yes, because it's she's the like, city at War uh, running near the Yeah, minute. she's like one of his right-hand men right, anyway. Okay. So she's already like a full badass trained ninja. Right, So okay. she doesn't need any like magic psychic powers or a plat to hit mm. people with. Like She can actually fight like a normal... So she doesn't like whip her boss. sort of... Plaited bandana. Hair slash plaited bandana people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they deal with somebody going from human to turtle, especially because she was sort of almost in a relationship with Casey. And then Casey, in the last issue I read, Casey oh, saw that and he was like, oh, I've got to leave on an unrelated matter and just left. She's not the um, Hispanic bird who was um, in the gang. No, no. Um, oh, no, that was, that, was that Angel. Angel. She's, yeah, she's still knocking about doing ah, right. uh, badass stuff. I was going to say, because they were not in a relationship as such, but they were they got a past. Casey they, gets so. around, man. Filth. Filth, that boy is. <laughs> tart. Absolute filth. So he's what not a in. I've got a thing with April then. No. No, yeah. they they did like a sort of mini series with April and Casey, and then they don't seem to have reconciled since that. Oh, really? yeah, I kind of off. Oh, yeah, because we talked about that, and it was we come it was to the weird. consensus that it was Didn't a Didn't it have the racking dull. in it or something? It yes. Odd. I think we come to the consensus that it was a little bit, eh. Yeah, eh. Um, yeah, and they haven't really been that close since. Yeah, like, oh, well. Yeah, anyway, uh, that's, <laughs> this isn't, we're not talking about... Yeah, because there's no Casey or April in this, or, or Splinter for that matter. No, because they're in Gotham and not New York, I guess. It seems to be much more Batman heavy for yeah. supporting characters. Well, it has to be if it's set in Gotham, really, doesn't yeah, it? Unless but... all of the Turtles, you know, mates just come up, mm. up to Gotham for no reason. Well, yeah, fair cop, but I also kind of get the impression that they were trying to save money on animation by having as few and sort of characters, voice actors and characters as humanly possible. Because yeah. there were a couple of voice actors who did two people as well, weren't there? Well, that's common, isn't it? I yeah. mean, the Simpsons actors, some of most of oh, them God, do yeah. about twenty-six voices, don't they? Apiece. I was uh, I was talking like to somebody that. the other day about the Simpsons, and I said I don't think that that will ever end until like one of the big name actors dies. <laughs> You know, one of the ones that does like twenty odd people, and there's just no way you could. You mean replace like that. a Dan Castellaneta or yeah, Hank Azaria or Harry Shearer, one of them. Yeah, if one of them pops it, I think that's it. Then. All right, no, to be fair, it was in a. Is it Julie Kavanagh, the voice of Marge? Yes, I think so. Yeah, Ridge, is that right? Julie Kavanagh, the voice of Marge Simpson. Brilliant. It's your mom. Fuck's Is your mom Julie Kavanagh? I, I mean. <laughs> If she is, she's hiding the money she makes very well. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I don't know how she's doing recordings for The Simpsons and running a uh, child-minding service at the same time. <laughs> she's obviously much busier than I give her credit for. Anyway, uh, yeah. but yeah, you're probably right, actually, with that. Not whilst it makes Fox money. Mm. And even though it's... I mean, t- to be fair, yeah, all right, it's not as good as it used to be, but it's still got more laughs than most programmes. Oh, yeah, I will always watch The Simpsons if it's on. Yeah. Like, and it'll be fine. <laughs> um, anyway, good Lord, we're bad at this. Yeah. Um, Simpsons in a half shell. Yeah, total power. Yeah, well, that's... Well, I was... Yeah. Why yeah. did I write down that Batman fights dirty? What did he do? Uh, because <laughs> he, he punched... Mikey was pissing about and just sort of standing there like doing um, capoeira dance fighting and stuff. So I'm assuming he was kind of having trouble sort of pinning him down until he stood there and started being Mikey and then he punched him on the foot and then grabbed oh, yeah. him by his bottom jaw and threw him over. Yeah. Because if you remember, I was laughing my arse off you at really it. Were. It was fucking hilarious. And then he, he, he throws him straight through, apparently, the wall of a pizza shop because mm. he goes flying through the kitchen into the counter and shouts, tries to warn everybody that there's a big bat monster trying to kill everyone. They get scared of a giant turtle and run out. He's there just sort of, what does he say? Yeah, no, it's crazy. And then just sort of slowly grabs this bit of pizza and starts munching <laughs> on it without moving his gaze. Like, I can't remember what part of the film it comes at, so I'm just going to address it here. But there is a great bit in the, in this movie when Mikey gets upset by something and he happens to be holding a piece of pizza. So Donnie comes over and sort of pushes his hand to force the pizza into 
into his mouth and then just pats him on the head like that. Oh, I missed that. It's so adorable. He's like, there you go, have to pick. <laughs> so cute. They're so cute. They are. I think this is why they I don't are. like the image comics because they're not cute and brotherly. No, <laughs> just there's, not, there's no real. There's no joy to them, is no, there? No, well, there's no brotherly love or mm. anything. Because I know they all, like, argue all the time in every iteration, but they also, like, really fucking love each other. Well, this is... Like, I remember when I started thing, reading the IDW books, and I was like, oh, I don't like this. Like, they've all sort of grown up apart, and Raph isn't really grown up with them. Oh, I don't mm. know how I feel about this. I don't like that. I don't like change. Mm. I don't like things that are different, Stacey. <laughs> different is bad. Well... Penguin doesn't think so. <laughs> that is very true. It, listen, you if now it would seem that the penguin had joined the Babadook in the pantheon of um, villainous LGBTQ yeah. supporters. It's beautiful plus. rainbow rollies. Yeah, don't forget that plus. Sorry, I'm part of that plus. There you go. You see. Or you could go for the full acronym, which I think is LGBTQQIIAA. There's a P in there, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Too many letters. I got the people. Pansexual. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be the penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the P is for penis. Right. <laughs> not to get too political. I'm not going to learn that, but I hope everyone is happy and treated nicely. That's sort of how I feel equal. about it. I'm like, at this point... There we go. <laughs> as an asexual, I don't mind that people just say LGBT+. And as I feel like it's too much effort for you to say all those other letters. I don't mind. And as an ace at being sexual, mm-hmm. I want everyone to be happy too. <laughs> Took you a while to Aww. process that fucker, didn't it, then, hey? I, I, was, I thought you were coming out as an asexual to me no, for a minute I'm there. No, I'm an ace like, at no, being sexual. No, pro- process what he actually said today. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, Dave. he is a dickhead. You have known him for a while and should remember this, Stace. And he's super sexual. Boom. Mm. Saucy. That's yeah. the thing you see. All this... Uh, you don't get no visual of me being a shaky fucking weirdo who's had way too much coffee. <laughs> he's, uh, he's so keeps, much coffee. Who keeps cracking his neck. He's so twitchy. <laughs> it's, I'm not Your twitchy. Your hair I'm is shaking. Know, do you know what I know what it is? <laughs> I'm not actually joking. Huh. Your hair is but shaking. But do you know what that'll be? Because it was so hot in my car on the drive over that I was getting, I was sweating and I could feel my hair go like that. <laughs> I gelled it and it just sort of went like really sad. <laughs> And and because my neck is really stiff and hurting, I'm having to keep cracking it. And because I'm tired and like you know hopped up on caffeine, I'm much more aware of it than usual. Hence why I keep going like that. Oh. So apologies if you can hear my neck going. I know the listeners can't, but you probably might at some point. Or I haven't yet. Oh, if it's a good one, you will, and you'll go. <laughs> That's we're, again. We're not here to dis- to discuss my the, uh... Uh, my rapidly deteriorating body. <laughs> Do you know what the name of my biography is going to be? Everything aches and I want to die. The Duncan Sparrow story. <laughs> Wonderful. Mm. What would it <gasps> I just so said my last thing? name. I ruined the illusion. I never say my last <gasps> no. name normally. Um, Do you want me to bleep it out? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, my Facebook's set to private and I don't talk to anybody on Twitter. My job's true. not even listed on there. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favourite bits about the bit where they break into the Batcave and have a miniature fight with Robin and then make up and decide to team up is when um, Robin tries to hit Michelangelo and he pops his head into his shell and then says, <laughs> can't hear you, bro. Head's in my shirt. <laughs> I really like when he was on top of the T-Rex with the Batman cape on. Oh, he was so happy on that T-Rex. That was funny. Aww. I just liked Mikey in this. I really enjoyed Michelangelo. The characterisation was great. I, I always... liked Donnie, but I just got every time I saw him, his fucking oh, bean head. Beaned. Yeah. Like the good thing about Mikey in this is that he reacts the same way to stuff that I imagine I would. Like you know how in like say Doctor Who, I know you're not a big fan, but like you know how in Doctor Who the the companion will go into the TARDIS and be like hold on it's bigger in here and then they'll go outside and they'll look and they'll come back in and they'll be like whoa and then 10 seconds later it's like where are we going then where are we off to mm. I feel like I would have an existential crisis if that happened to me I'd be like <laughs> how is this even how do you even what did you do I've gone mad would you be running I've around gone mad would you be running around wanting to touch everything yeah, and then running outside and trying to touch all the outside edges to make sure it was really a real thing that I was doing. Like, Would I- you try and touch the outside whilst half is your inside and then you're trying <laughs> to poke the inside? So yeah, my hands don't mean yeah. like that. Like, I just think, I, just, I love the fact that like any time Mikey saw anything that he'd never seen before, he was like, this is rad. And he wanted <laughs> to so touch excited. it immediately. Bless him. I love him. 
He just reacts like a normal person would to rad things. I like enjoyed he, how he really... He was the most... Out of all three, he was the four. He was the fucking three. Oh, my God, who have you killed off? I bet it was Donny. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, I only broke his arm, don't worry. Really, oh, really cool, horrifically. Cool, cool, cool. Um, how did his shelf survive Bane, but, he, but Raz Al Ghul could break his arm? Well, his arm's not got a protective shell on it. I assume the shell is... is Armored, Do you know what? A, ve- a venom pumped up Bane, which he always is, mm. plus a mutagen, which is then giving him... him into a cheetah. Yeah, skills. Jaguar. Um, <laughs> but which has been shown to make people at least stronger to a certain extent. Mm. So Bane will be even stronger than usual. And, you know, he's fought pretty powerful metahumans in the comics to a standstill. Would have smashed straight through his shell. When, oh, when he picked Donny up and slammed I him over his knee. genuinely thought this was the moment where Donatello was going to get wrecked, <clears> as he does no, in they were every, saving every it for you for later, thing. Yeah. Look, I thought, this is the bit mm. where it'll be like in the first movie when they have to put him in a bath, <laughs> except it's it's Raph then, but still anyway. Yep. Like, I thought it was going to be that. I thought it was going to be the moment where they're all like, well, now we've got to rally together and do it for Donny because he's almost, he's clinging on to life. Like, but thankfully, he was just like, Mate, I've got a shell. I don't know what you... Well, they fall out of the thing, don't they, shell first, even though they don't realise there's a blimp underneath them that they land on. (laughs) Yeah. Which, again, that's something from Batman the Animated Series. Gotham Mm. City being chock full of blimps, despite it being like a modern-day city. Like, what? Police blimps. You've never seen a police blimp? Um, I mean, no, I haven't. (laughs) I do see a lot of uh, police helicopters, though, in this area. You are in Birmingham, to be fair. (laughs) I mean, look, I'm in in Leicester, and if I'm not hearing sirens every half an hour, I just think something's gone wrong. (laughs) Oh, dear. But Um, we, too, get the occasional police helicopter coming over. It's good fun. So, I can't fathom out. I understand that, like, uh, uh, Ra's al Ghul and the Shredder wanted the Joker on their side so they could get his like Joker serum to mix with I the think... mutagen to put in the clouds. Yeah. But I don't I don't understand how he had any leverage to actually uh deal with them. Because he was in Arkham. You mean the Joker? Yeah. Right. He was in Arkham in a straight jacket. Well and they all he's were got like, to do is say no. Well that's well, that's what I mean. They were like give us some Joker serum so we can mix it with this mutagen and fuck shit up. And he was like, okay, cool, but only if you give me some mutagen and let me out. And they're like, great, instead of just taking that Joker serum and then running the fuck on. Remember, (laughs) they planned all of that as a distraction. Oh, I'd missed that part. See, now it makes sense. Because I thought this was all like, like I get why you'd want to put... You know, Mr. Freeze is a polar bear mm. and uh, and all that stuff. And I d- again, I've got to say, the poison ivy thing, making her take root in a room so she can't actually chase people is really That funny. was hilarious. <laughs> um, that, though, that's why I wasn't so bothered. Because if you remember in the, the miniseries, literally the last issue is them beating the crap out of all the villains that have been mutated, mm. which is just one of those sort of boring crossover like kind of tropes. of nonsense. Yeah, that's it. Because the thing is, the t- let's be honest, the turtles have got a decent selection of villains but they haven't really got as many as Batman so Mm. why not just use the mutagen on Batman's villains and create messed up monster versions of them good idea but it made more sense it didn't need all of them in in that uh, comic well this made more sense because you've got a decent handful of some of the more well known ones even if some were a bit weird like Two-Face with two fucking cat faces on one head which is just weird. weird so creepy but this the idea of it being using them as a distraction instead of being what the plot of the book kind yeah. of culminates in was yeah because that doesn't better. make sense does it as a no. as a plot like let's let's turn Bane into a fucking bear or whatever and just let him loose on Gotham because like, yeah what? exactly that's it but you, when you when you put it in context of hang on a minute the Shredder's a manipulative fuck Ra's al Ghul's a manipulative fuck them pair are playing off against each other and then they're using the Joker as a distraction so they can get what they're up to into place mm. makes a lot more sense as opposed to oh yeah do you know what it, that's, I can't even remember fully what happened all I can remember is the turtles coming through like a dimensional portal of some kind, being in Gotham, trying some, to get something, back. Something, something. I think, on, I think I'm pretty sure on the other side there was cuts to like April O'Neil, Casey, and the Doctor that Donnie was friends with, trying to get them back. Because bearing in mind that's always what happens whenever they go through a dimensional portal. Even yeah. with that uh, Ghostbusters one. Yeah. They're cutting to them on the other side. They always do this because mm. the... the Turtles need to stop falling through dimensional portals. They must be more. They should be more careful by now. They, they really should be. Those dimensional portals are going to tear a hole in the fabric of existence. Mm. 
They are going to bodge up sometime. They really are. But um, that's all I can remember is them coming. I remember Mm. the issue where Raph goes off on his own and Batman chases after him and they sort of bond over the fact that, you know, he's a bit of a loner, he's Mm. a loner. You know, Batman's parent. They've both got mothers called Martha. Yeah. Um, That sort of thing. You know, the White Russian. That was the name of the boat in that film, wasn't it? I don't know. I can't remember. Was it the Black Russian? I don't know. I don't know. White Portuguese? Oh, it was the Portuguese, yeah. I can't remember if it was we were laughing our, and we were laughing our arse oh off God, at it, weren't was we? Was it called that? Yeah. Make any sense. Anywho. Anyway, <laughs> tangent. Tangent. But yeah, I remember that issue, and then I remember the last issue, where, and that's about it. That's not really a good sign if I can't remember the, much of the book. No. I mean, I wouldn't judge it for that because I've got a shocking memory, so I forget books that I love. <laughs> I remember I was bored by it. Yeah, I remember not criminal. liking it very much, I will be honest. I'd say I like the art though. I remember liking the art. Yeah, the art was nice, but that's the thing again. The artwork was quite sort of realisticy and a bit more serious, and mm. sort of more grown up. Which again, the story is very similar in this, but then you've got quite a cartoony art style. Yeah, certainly more cartoon, more cartoony than Batman the Animated Series, mm. which was a lot more gritty and sort of you know down to earth. Which when you look at the front cover, which has got artwork fairly similar to the actual miniseries, yeah. What we got was not what I was expecting. And I, if you remember, I said, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah, you did. I, I think I would have I would have jived with the art style a bit more if it, if it felt like a tiny bit more effort had been made. Mm-hmm. Like, in parts, it was quite simplistic. Um, yeah. Like, none of them have got pupils. And the designs mm-hmm. are very sort of, there's not a lot of depth Weirdly. to them. More effort seems to have been put in the opening credits and that end the, credit scene, which was friggin' amazing. That end credit scene was amazing. Mm, I'm really annoyed because it's a DC animation film. Now, them DC animated films can be a bit hit or miss. Mm. Some of them are really good and some of them are a little bit eh. But the animation is always really good. I was bored to tears with Batman The Dark Knight Returns, but the animation was good in it. Mm. Year one was a snooze fest, but again, the animation was really good. The Justice League one was the animation was really good. You know, I've not watched one of them where it doesn't look great, and I think that they kind of just sort of went, eh. I'm wondering if a lot of the money went on, you know, licensing the turtles so they could do the crossover. Maybe. Well, yeah. because it's not, you notice as well in a lot of those Batman. Um, a lot of them DC movies, most of which are usually Batman ones, they tend to have some reasonably big name people. So I've like jo- um, what's his name, um, Jerry O'Connell as Bat- mm-hmm. as Superman, and Rosario Dawson as Wonder Woman. They've got that same guy who was in um, he was in a TV program, but I can't remember his name now. The one who always does the voice of Batman, can't remember his name now. And he was in a pretty big TV show, something like The Mentalist or one of those kind of procedural programs. But he's doing—he's been like the main voice of Batman in all of these these DC movies. Mm. So they've got you know decent money behind them. But all they really had in this was—don't get me wrong—very talented voice actors. You know, you've got Tom Kenny in there, but mind you, he'll do anything when he bless him. <laughs> uh, Troy Baker, Carlos Alazraki, also known as the voice of Rocco. Nice. Um, Tara Strong. Yeah, Tara Strong. Well, you know, she won't miss an opportunity to do a squeaky voice woman. Well, Harley Quinn, but to do a squeaky voice woman as well. Who else was in there? John DiMaggio. Yeah, John DiMaggio, Eric Bowser. Um, You know, it's a wonder we didn't get Nolan North in it. And then your big name draw is Rachel Bloom from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. So weird and incongruous. (laughs) Like, I didn't... That's a big word. It is, isn't it? Um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't quite get that at all. Do you know what we've entirely skipped over? Go on. Scarecrow. Oh, who Being was a scarecrow? Was a crow, yeah. It's li- literally a crow. Or Mr. Freeze um, as a polar bear. Well, the reason I wanted to talk about <laughs> about Scarecrow was because of um, Leo's terrifying fear gas nightmare. Oh, yes. Where he just sees all of... I mean, we knew it was going to be Dead Brothers. Like, that is always going to be Leo's yeah. nightmare. But I don't think I've, I've ever thought to myself, you know what I would like to see in a film? Crispy dead turtles. Crispy, Cris- crispy dead turtle husks. <laughs> that is exactly what yeah, I want in my life. Real. Crispy, and then at one point, Leo picks up Raph's hand, like, "Oh no, my dead brother!" And it fucking disintegrates into a skeleton, and then the skeleton hand disintegrates and blows away in the breeze. <laughs> like, That's one old skeleton. That this is. is harsh, yo. <laughs> like fucking poor Leo. Well, it's fear gas. He was under the influence of his fear gas. You know, 
I'd have a nightmare with that because I'm scared of everything, but maybe that would short circuit the whole thing. <laughs> like, I'm already scared of everything. What have you got, Scarecrow, to use against me? <laughs> I was really confused during that bit where Batman's saying, you've got to fight it, you've got to fight it, and then just crams the antidote in his neck anyway. Why didn't he just, well, fucking, he, why didn't he just do that? Well, he did fight it. But well, I think I think it's because he was trying to fight Batman at first. So Batman had to back off and like whisper sweet nothings at him until Leo was focused enough to stop fighting him and start mm. fighting actual Scarecrow. And then he gave him the antidote because he was like, "I guess I don't want you all fucked up on fear gas for the rest of this mission. <laughs> that would be a mistake." But yeah, I didn't I didn't like the design of the Scarecrow either. But mostly because they kept him sort of half rags and string and stuff and half bird and it looked like me. his jaw was still attached by like stringy bits and oh, I never see I never noticed that I didn't like it I, I see I was just sort of viewing it as it being his beak had pushed through the mask because obviously you know okay. he wears that burlap sack over his face yeah. it wasn't a jaw so the only one that really I mean Poison Ivy was a bit meh, bit grew, a bit bleh. She didn't look Until you realise she can't move. That you know? was hilarious. Mm. When she's just like, hold on, let me just... <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> and Mikey pops back in and gives her a shaka bra and clears off. Oh, I love him. But the, the one um, that bothered me, again, was Two-Face with two, his two I, cats' heads that were merged into one. I'm not sure if it's Two-Face or Joker Snake that's the worst. I really didn't like Joker Snake. I, I think it's because also there's an extra level of nonsense for that to me because I think it doesn't make sense even. Mm. Like, I'm not sure why cats for Two-Face. See, I would have got, well... Cat, well... Rich says cats are Two-Faced. Cats are Two-Faced, but they also don't have two heads. They do not literally <laughs> have two faces. I yeah. thought it was going to wind up, when I saw it moving out, it was going to be some kind of Hydra-esque kind of thing, yeah. like a lizard with two heads or something like that, but... I don't know. I don't know what you do with Two Face anyway, because no. his particular, um, I think his particular brand of you know evil or whatever yeah. his, his psychological uh, problem doesn't really lend itself to a gimmick, no. does it? I think the problem with him as well was animal. that they they definitely wanted to keep him in the two tone suit, and so they thought, Sensible. what can we get away with? Two cat heads, I guess. He is a snappy dresser, <laughs> to be fair. He's a very snazzy man. During that fight sequence, one of my favourite moves was when... Um, Har oh, pardon me. Harley Quinn tries to hit Damian Wayne with the hammer mm. and uh, the big mallet that she's got, and he just kicks it straight back into <laughs> her own face. That was funny. And then just continued ah. to keep punching her over and over yeah, again just for like like about 30 seconds. Wonderful. He didn't stop at all. It was just bam, 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 bam. Well, he's that a was nightmare funny, of, a, of a child, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. And very well trained in martial arts. Oh, you know but what else know we what? forgot? Being Ra's al Ghul's grandson, yeah. he's going to do that to you. We forgot about the dinosaur that neither of us were having for no reason. Yeah, that uh, I didn't like that. So, <laughs> so there's no rules to the mutagen in this in this version mm. of events. So basically, as soon as you've had mutagen, you will just turn into something part human, part animal. So, like earlier in the film, there's a Foot Clan guy who gets tested on and he becomes like a sort of wolf man yeah. thing. And then a bit later when they're trying to break into the place to stop all the stuff happening, they're all in their cars and on their bikes and, and in, in the, the party wagon. And That's in something the party else we missed as wagon. well, which is pretty awesome. And Foot Clan are coming at them and there's like an elephant one. I'll have that. There's like a, a bear or something. I'll have that. There's another couple of like dog wolfy type. There's a pigeon one. There's a pigeon one who I think might have been a little bit of a like pigeon Pete esque. Has but to not. be surely. Um, Had to be a little nod to it. I sure, think I would so. Have yeah, because he because he also looked a bit thick and pigeon Pete yeah. is dumb as they come and dumb <laughs> as a him. bag of rocks. Oh bless him, poor old pigeon Pete. But. Then one rocks up who's a T-Rex, and we just both went, I'm not having this, even though it's a, sh it's it, a, it's a film where people are just no mutating into animals. It makes no sense. I mean, like, again, the, the, the elephant one's stretching it a bit, but where would all that body mass have come from? It mm. doesn't make any sense. Because really, the, t the, the bloody um, elephant one doesn't make any sense. Unless he was a great big chunky monkey bloke, because then you'd at least have an extra body mass to sort of turn him into a. Because yeah. again, it, it, things don't just come out of nowhere. Well, that they, doesn't make any sense. They do in the mutagen, I guess. Well, I suppose it's growths. 
Well, yeah, but again, it, it, it can only grow so much, you know. Mm. The T-Rex one as well had an absolutely horrific returning to human transformation. When his tail shot up his ass. When his tail shot up his giant ass, which slowly shrank down into... He was, as the kids say, thick with three Cs. Oh my God, so thick. He had some junk in the trunk. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like showing my age there. I didn't like that he became naked as he shrank as well. Even though, yeah, but at least his willy weren't out. Oh, well, that's true. They were careful about that. But his butt was. He was presenting himself. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> Bit weird. He's lucky, really, because he fell like face down with his ass up, and the way that like Batgirl was casually just trying to run people over with a bike that she Good did. Lord. He's lucky she didn't try. He's lucky that she weren't coming along on a bike and used him as a frigging ramp. Well, there was there was a pe- a bit later when they get into the warehouse thing where the cloud seeder is that's going to put the mutagen in the clouds and that, where she goes up some like metal stairs on the bike and then jumps off the bike so that it rams into two foot plan and then explodes off screen. Yeah, but before that, remember, <laughs> she goes she does that bit where she's like, you know, she shouts at the elephant guy who she's got chasing her to duck as she slides under three what I'm assuming like chemical the, plant. Well, they were yeah, ice chemical plant they were, which is but where they the explode like the Joker got yeah. Joker originally. Yeah, because after the bit in Arkham Asylum, they go to they chase after Ra's al Ghul. Well, actually, they have a little moment where Batman tells them to fuck off, mm. and then Raphael goes, "Family, how about we all, fuck on?" <laughs> and they all get into their souped-up cars mm. and speed off, Fast and the Furious style. Mm. Partially pinching Rich's joke there, but <laughs> drawing a parallel. Um, but then we go to Ace Chemical where they're doing their devious plot of trying to fuck everyone's shit up. <laughs> but when Batgirl gets chased by the elephant guy, she slides under them three chemical tankers, I assume, because they could easily be petrol tankers, because when he rams into them and she gets out of the way, they explode. And he, there's no way he's not dead. Oh, he's absolutely dead. Or all he's horrifically says, dying of burns, as, yeah. as she spoke. But all she says is, told him to duck. Well, uh, well, well, that doesn't really excuse you of manslaughter. Yeah, I've never, th- I've never sort of thought of Batgirl either as, as sort of being quippy. Like, in mm-hmm. that sort of... Like, she she can be funny, but I've never thought of her as, like, somebody who would yeah, but isn't catch she, a baddie again, and make I, a joke about it, like Spider-Man or something. The only real Batgirl books I ever read were the Cassandra Kane ones, so she definitely wasn't quippy because she didn't talk. Mm. So she'd very much struggle. But I've never read any, like, the new 52 Barbara Gordon, I'm No Longer a Paraplegic, mm. I'm Back as Batgirl books. Is she like that in them? Have you read I them? I mean, she's a bit more sort of... She's a bit younger and a bit more sassy, but I wouldn't say she's like... She's not going to be someone who would accidentally kill someone and then go, ha, 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 I made a funny. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's the, the level that she's at. Yeah, as Queen Slay, quite literally. <laughs> yeah. One of my favourite bits about the sequence where, like, Batman's fighting Shredder and uh, Leo's fighting Ra's al Ghul and Donnie's trying to stop this machine from going off with one flapping arm. Mm. And the best he can manage is just grabbing a part of the, the machine that's completely useless to anybody with his one good arm as it takes off into the sky. But he, he tried. He, he, <laughs> I, feel I, liked, like, I, liked I feel like ref- he didn't try well enough. <laughs> I liked that they actually had a little reference in there that we both enjoyed, which was when Donatello's telling Michelangelo when he's on the machine in midair that he needs to do something, and he says, yeah, but you do machines, I'm the party dude. <laughs> Which was nice. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that Especially because for the entire 80-odd minutes, I've been making jokes about how Donatello wants to fuck the back computer. Oh, yeah. So if anybody's listening out there who might ever meet Duncan in, at any point in the future, don't watch anything Turtles related with him because he will <laughs> rag on Donatello the entire fucking time. <laughs> um, you willy. It's not my fault. It's Chuck Lorre's fault for writing the theme song. Yeah. That's it. Creator of Two and a Half Men and The Big Bang Theory and other shitty sitcoms, wrote the Turtles theme song. Let that sink in. Best thing he's ever written, that. Poor Donatello. It's a good theme tune, though, that. It is a good theme tune. That's why I say it's the best thing that Chuck Lorre's ever written. Yeah. As Michelangelo's flailing about going, I'm the party dude. He is party dude. He twats a bit of the machine and it starts breaking and Donnie's like, do more of that. Do do more of those things. And they fall on a blimp. I can't remember what happens to Shredder. Um, How does he end up in the vat? So, what's it? Um, so, Leo beats shit out of Ra's al Ghul. By after. kicking him in the dick. Yes, that's the yeah. one. Batman sort of fights uh, Shredder to a bit of a standstill, and Shredder goes to do his ultimate punch again, but with his knives out this time, because Batman's Aww. not broken off this time. And then <laughs> Batman throws him off by saying, Cowabunga. Oh, then, yeah, I forgot. And then. <laughs> Raphael, oh, so 
Rough he's like, what? what? Cowabunga? <laughs> which, which I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And then out of nowhere, Raphael comes flying out yeah. shell first and smashes him into the ground. And then I think... Oh, how could I, I forget Batman saying Cowabunga and just bamboozling Shredder with it? And then when everybody surrounds the Shredder and he's about to get back up and start fighting him and he says, no one can beat me, that that, that the giant weather drone lands to the side of him, explodes. Oh, and it sort of catapults him, that's him up it. He twats into a giant pipe and then falls oh, into God, like the Joker chemicals. Who are? I called that, and didn't then I? Post credit like, scene. Yeah, I was all like, "That's going to be a Joker shredder." And then post credits, it is a Joker shredder. Joker so shredder. It's, it has to be. It's got to be. They're in the same universe. Yeah. I'm absolutely confident. I that think it is. so. I would really it's like. I would really like if they do do another one with Joker Shredder and it's set in New York. Yeah. But Batman goes there with Ooh, maybe Robin. Casey Jones and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mm. want some sweet, sweet Casey Jones some action. Some Bebop and Rocksteady. Batman has yes. to fight their villains instead. That'd be nice. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? I'd like mm. I'd like it. Pardon, Pardon me. you. I'm sorry, I've got the Vimto burp. So it's all right. Know. I'm sorry. It's all right. I've finished my coffee in a can, so I'm going to have some Vimto in a minute. Oh, fair Sweet, do. sweet Vimto. I'm going to eat a donut when we finish this. Oh, I'm definitely having a Duffnut. Getting a getting donut in my belly. Cadbury's Duffnuts. Um, all of my, we've, I think we've talked about all of my notes except for the fact that Baxter Stockman was in this and we never mentioned it. Because and he never buzzed and I hated it. Yeah, he doesn't he talk so like a fly, but he he does talk a bit like Jeff Goldblum, which mm. I didn't hate because I like Jeff Goldblum and I, mean, I know it's not Jeff fine. Goldblum, but I would have preferred it to have been Jeff Goldblum. I thought it was a, it was a kind of a cross between Jeff Goldblum and the way that um, Tyler Perry plays him in Out of the Shadows. Mm. For for my money, that's what I initially thought the guy was doing to begin with. Yeah, which I've got to say, it's probably one of the few two one of the few movies I've seen Tyler Perry in where I actually liked his performance. Fair dues. I liked him as Baxter Stockman. I just wish they'd turned him into a fly. Me too. And people had actually gone to see the second film, which was better than the first. Oh, now I don't know if I'd say it was better than the first, but it is good. I, I mean, it needs look, more that, all right, okay, look, look, look. It needs more We fights. should have had a different Casey Jones. Yeah, And he we shouldn't have. have had such a shitty generic backstory. He yeah. should have just been street vigilante Casey Jones. Yes, please. And probably not Stephen Amell. Yeah. I don't know who I would have picked. Because the thing is, I would just want Elias Coteus to do it again because he's oh, a no. wonderful man. I'd love to have a time machine I, yeah, to have young Elias Coteus. <laughs> I don't think you can do it now. handsome beefcake Elias oh Coteus from the 90s. I think it's about time I rewatched that movie, you know. Well, oh. it's a good film. <laughs> Did you reach just go, yeah. no. Why? It's a good film. I watch it like at oh. least once a year. It is a good film. Fuck you. It is a good film. Divorce. <laughs> Sensible. <laughs> I was going to try and take off my wedding ring and like throw it in a sort of dramatic fashion then, but I realised that my fingers are swollen from being too warm today and I can't. <laughs> I'm too ill to wear a ring. I'm so, I'm so, I'm such a look. It's like, oh no, it's actually there. You go, I got it off. Divorce. <laughs> I hope that sounded. That's really fine. Good. I'll marry it. There we go. That's a bit of a sweaty ring. I'm sorry. That's fine. That makes it go on easier. But if it gets, I'm worried if I push it down too far, it gets stuck on. <laughs> yeah, then I am actually. It. That's that's how it works, isn't it, Rich? I've yeah. been legally married to you then. Oh, we are already. Oh. Shit, I forgot about that. Sorry. Wow. Is this is this the first time you're hearing about this? Shenanigans. Anyway, we've been talking for an hour. And also talking to somebody who's probably not being registered on microphone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No way the microphone picked that up because this microphone is shit and I need a new one. But Maplin's closed and I don't know what to do. (laughs) Oh, do you remember Maplin's? I do. I used to get all of my microphones from Maplin's. Maplin's. Anyway, fuck you, Maplin's, for being closed. Um, I haven't got any more notes. I think we've we've said everything. Well, uh, we have to, to be talk fair, about the, the credits. I was going to say we didn't. We mentioned it, but didn't actually talk about it. Mm. That end credit scene, though. Though, oh my god, it was good. So it was basically like your average scrolling credits, mm. but um, along running alongside the actual credits were like mock-ups of famous Batman or Turtles comic covers. Mm. But and you've got some Justice contain... League ones chucked in there as well. Yeah. I really like that. With, uh, with so good. Batman and the Turtles in it. And some of them were really, really awesome. Like, mm. I would happily put those on my wall. Do they you know were what? That good. I would have a poster of that Raphael versus Nightwing one. Oh, my God. That, that was, was so good, that was. That was really so good. So, instead of the classic, um, what was it, Raph, Raphael, the old classic Raphael miniseries where it's him meeting Casey Jones. No, it's a one-shot, isn't it? Yeah. So the classic Raph one shot where he meets Casey Jones and the front cover is Raph round the corner and then Casey round the other corner. It's Raph and then Nightwing. And they've got a series of these. And it's not just, obviously it's not, it's more Batman than Turtles. Yeah. But 
you've got stuff like the first issue of the Turtles where Batman's on the rooftop with mm-hmm. them, or the Justice League where the Justice League are uh, communicating with a crystal ball and it's the Justice League from Earth 2. But instead of it being the Justice League from Earth 2, it's the Turtles in mm-hmm. the crystal ball. Um, or the, what is it, the Turtles fighting Starro the Conqueror from the yeah. original Justice League. <laughs> and then there's the one where it's that the classic Denny O'Neill uh, Batman cover where he's sort of sprinting forward and then it's one of the turtles with him by the side also running. They've got such a really good... And, oh, the one where it's Robin jumping through the thing but it's actually Michelangelo. Yes. So being introduced as the new Robin. I've thoroughly enjoyed watching they, looking yeah, at all of them. Really they, were, they were fantastic. Very good credits. So I might have to see if I can find that. I really want that Raph versus yeah. Nightwing one. That's, That's got to really be somewhere because, cool. like, yeah, surely we can find that. It's the fact that they've gone to the effort to doing it in the old Eastman Laird style as well. Yeah. It looked amazing. All of it was, all of the artwork was brilliant because they they just sort of rendered the turtles in different silver and bronze age, bronze comic age styles. Mm. They got it in. They wanted to got like Brave and the Bold issues yeah. and you know old Detective Comics. Wonderful stuff. I thor- thoroughly, Don't thoroughly mean. enjoyed it. And then post credit scene as well, Joker yeah. Shredder. I don't know how much I liked that design or not. I think well, I liked it more than the actual Joker in this because the Joker looked too much like yeah. a ventriloquist to me. I really, his cheeks uh, were too round. Oh, I didn't like. For it. saying how long and pointy his like face jigsaw, was, wasn't it? Mm, you mean like oh, like the little jigsaw doll? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but with a more rectangular face, but yeah. round, almost cherubic cheeks. It was weird. But it, them cheekbones though. Mm, I did yeah. not enjoy that. No, just weird, just weird all round. Duncan stays. How many cans of mutagen are you going to um, give this out of five? I'm going to give it four and a half. Ooh. Purely because I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I can't get away from that. But it was a fucking tonal nightmare. <laughs> I'll give you that. I was going to give it... I can't quite decide between a four and a four and a half at the moment. Mostly because of Donatello's head. The way mm. the Joker looks. And a couple of the voices I wasn't quite down with. I will give you all of that, but for my money, they weren't enough of an issue to ruin it for me. Oh, no, no. It's still like weird, a good Yeah, well, we were both sat there chuckling away like a pair of freaking idiots. I mean, yeah. Rich was constantly looking as if to say, like, really? What's wrong, What's wrong with you, pair? But, you know, we had a blast watching it, really. I genuinely thought, maybe, that's, maybe that helped, thinking this is going to be shit. Yeah, maybe. But... I enjoyed it. You <laughs> Going enjoyed it. Going with your it. expectations low, and you can only yeah. ever be proven right or in, pleasantly surprised. Isn't that the truth? That's what <laughs> happened with me with Tag, and I enjoyed that film. Same. And I know it's not a great film, it's but fun. you know what? Yeah, I didn't a, pay fun. any money for it. I watched it on <laughs> Now TV, so it was all right. Even if Jeremy Henner's, Renner's head does look a little bit like an old oh He-Man action figure, Jeremy Renner is a charisma vacuum. I forget almost instantly that he's in anything that he's in. <laughs> like, he's just so... Bu- like, he's anybody's favourite actor, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I, is that I, a thing? I doubt it. Oh, but Rich I'll is saying, his- yeah, because Rich loves Jeremy Renner. <laughs> you no. contrary prick. No, Rich hates him. I was going to say... He hates him. He's bu- I will say this. Go on. He's a good singer. Is he? He's I haven't listened quite to any of his singer. music because I'm, I'm scared. I only, I've only heard him. It was him singing at the end of Tag when, they, when they're all doing... Mm-hmm. I don't remember it. No. It was no. long ago. Well, you don't remember Jeremy Renner as soon as you clap eyes on him, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten. He's like the silence in Doctor Who. As soon as I look away, I forgot he was there. <laughs> <laughs> on that completely Unturtles related note... <laughs> That was episode, we think, 21 of Podcast in a Half Shell. This probably isn't us coming back, by the way. No, but this we did, a, this we did for say, National Podcast Month, wasn't it? Or well, yeah, well, it was going to be, but now it's replacing Stace, Bob and the Dweebs, and now I'm panicking well, about what I can do on National International Podcast Day. Put this um, on. But then there'll be a gap this week where the Stace, Bob and do the Do one of your little be. what things where you, you sit there and, and talk, talk and stuff. I'm like, hello, it's me. Uh, I hate talking to oh, myself. Oh, talk to yourself. Thank God, I was... <laughs> What? I I thought you said touch yourself. Oh my god! And I was like, <laughs> no, um, no. But then all I'm hearing is the song. Um, was it? Uh, I don't want anybody else. When I think about you, I touch myself. Like that. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> oh, we're so beautiful. We are doing karaoke at your birthday, right? I mean, probably. Yes. I don't know. I haven't booked yes. it, but. 
Because if we're not, <laughs> if we change, if we go from one club to the other and it's not karaoke, I'm just going to walk home from for Birmingham to Leicester. All the way home. Yeah. Not, not to your hotel. I will just go, home. fuck this, and just walk home. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, we, no, we did say before, didn't we, that we would come back for specials yeah. based on like Turtles-related things happening. So I assume at some point in the not-too-distant future we might watch some episodes of Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and see how we I don't or count not. on it. Or not. <laughs> I tried, all I've right. I've seen not... one of them, the pilot, and I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was great. It's not for me, and that's fine. Mm. I'm trying to become diplomatic in my old age. It's difficult. Yeah. Well, to be fair, though, it is fine Like if it appeals to other people. If it appeals yeah. to no one, then it's not fine. Well, yeah. Because that's how you get things cancelled, and then the turtles don't happen. <laughs> Well, like Rich said, it'd help if they actually sort of had a schedule of when they were going to put it on. Mm. But maybe that's just this country. Mm. I don't could, know. Could just be the UK sucking. Anyway, I've been trying to ram this podcast off for about eight minutes. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Thanks. A star effort. That that was us. We've been podcasting in an half shell. Do me a tweet at Stacey's Parlour. Drop me an email at stacysparlour at gmail.com. Join the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour Facebook group. Yeah. You can tweet Duncan at Deadpool360. Beware Ansia. I wouldn't bother. Won't even look. <laughs> Won't even register that you're there. Nope. <laughs> and um, Have people been tweeting at me? Maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't look. Uh, I I've got the app, but I've got the notifications toned off. So. Hey, what a penis. I share things on Facebook. The only problem is I'm mostly friends with everybody you're friends with already, so... Yeah. Oh, well. But Nick listens. Well, I don't know whether he'll listen to this, but he, he does. Like, he does like Stace Bob and the Dweebs. Fucking better. So, but he keeps. Nick, he keeps fucking better. Be he keeps whinging because he was like, I started listening to the Savage Dragon one, but as soon as he started singing, then I just turned it off. Oh wow, that's harsh, mate. <laughs> well, he was probably taking the piss. Work bants. Work bants. Let's go. Let's go. Let's blow this fascist popsicle stand. Boom. Bye, everyone. Bye. Love you. Oh, what was the thing you, you we used to... Latest taters, I used yeah. to say. Oh, TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Latest potatoes. <laughs>